Welcome to the Confidently Balance Your Hormones podcast. My name is Dee Davidson, and I'm a hormone health expert, master mindset coach, and multiple wellness business entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you experience hormone balance, confidence, self-love, and live a life full of joy. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. Welcome to another episode of Confidently Balance Your Hormones. This is your guide, Dee Davidson, and today I have a special guest joining me. I have Galen Abt, who I have worked with over the years numerous times, and I personally send uh, many of my clients to work on a deeper level with Galen in regard to some of uh, their you know, inner journey. Galen's own personal development journey has taken her into the realms of chakras, archetypes, crystals, human design, and astrology. Galen serves as a tether for individuals navigating life's rough seas. Her unique perspective guides them in stepping out of the realm of woundology, love that term, helping them find or create healthy coping mechanisms for issues like anxiety, overwhelm, nervous system overload, and exhaustion. She specializes in teaching clients to establish self-awareness, healthy boundaries, and to approach challenging situations without fear. And uh, if you've been following me for a while, you know those are all things that I preach and uh, continuously talk about. So welcome, Galen. I'm excited to share you with my audience. Uh, I know you have so much to offer the world. And, um, you know, again, it's nice to have you here. Oh, thanks so much for having me on and inviting me to come chat with you today. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, so let's start with your own journey. I know that you share that your own personal development kind of led you here. Do you mind sharing a little bit about that? No, I'd, I'd love to because who doesn't like to talk about themselves, right? So I don't. <laughs> <laughs> great point, great point. Yeah. <laughs> um, so actually, I have been in the world of entrepreneurship for uh, coming up on 10 years now, but the first eight. I was more uh, in the realm of personal styling. I did wardrobe redesign, help people find themselves their authentic self through clothing and help them show up authentically that way. And that was kind of my my way in. And during those years as a stylist, I started really working on myself, my personal development and delving into all those modalities that you talked about, the archetypes and the astrology and the human design and the dressing your truth and all the fabulous modalities that are out there. And I realized that most of what I was doing with my clients was just a lot of permission giving and coaching and and teaching them what I was learning for myself. And I thought, okay, this is really what people want, right? They, they're just looking to uh, develop their inner selves. I need to step fully into this. And so style is still something I use as a tool with my clients, but it is just one of the many tools I use. So I created conscious dressing methodology while I was being a stylist to help people truly tap into who they are on any given day. How can you dress for that to support yourself? And now, like I said, that is just one of my many tools that I use to help my clients um, through their journey. That's amazing. And you are always in the back of my head. I think, gosh, (laughs) I was still at my other home. I don't even know if I was married then, but that's got to be six or seven years ago, Galen, that you came over and you looked at my whole wardrobe. And I think about what I'm putting on consciously, even today, getting on this, even though 
our audience isn't seeing us, what color am I wearing? And what is that reflecting about how I'm feeling and showing up? So uh, it is amazing when we, um, you know, intuitively start to, to make decisions and consciously recognize our patterns, uh, what, what's behind those, those things. Uh, I know that you've been helping many women, um, you know, again, navigate through overwhelm, anxiety, transitions. I know a lot of my clients maybe transition out of the corporate world. Maybe they transition out of a, a relationship or need to transition out of a relationship. What are some of the things that you're helping with right now? Well, I work with women and men, actually. So I have oh. about 50-50 women and men. And it's funny, I always have worked with both women and men. Um, it just is my happy place to to work with everyone. And I have to say that most of my clients are really they've hit a point where something's not working anymore. And whether it's health and they're, you know, they're being screamed at by their health, something's just not working, or they really just don't want to behave in the way they always have. They don't want to go back into negative thought patterns or negative habits. They're just tired of doing that, you know, doing the same thing over and over and hoping for different results. And they are ready. They're ready to do something different, but they just they don't know how to do it and they don't necessarily have the time to go do all the reading, the research, the studies, take the classes that I've taken, you know, and continue to take. And so they come to me and they're like, okay, I'm raising my hand. Please, please come with me and guide me through this. And I'm like, oh, all right, let's go do this thing together. Um, so it's really, you know, it's a variety of things. It can be um, divorce. It can be health, physical health issues. It can be job career changes, um, children leaving the house, um, retirement coming up, you know, sure. that that's a that's a big one that really one, just yeah. mess, messes with your mind a lot. All these things mess with your mind and make you sort of take a different look at um, at your life and go, what's not working and how can I make this be better? I don't want to have any regrets when I get to the other end of this, you know, so I, I need to, to change something right now. Yeah. And I think you've been so helpful. I know you've been so helpful with so many of my clients in that aspect that I only have this small lot of time with them. And, um, you know, I believe everyone needs a support team. So, you know, I can dig into functional labs, looking at lifestyle at a higher level, help them with what things need to change or shift or, uh, you know, you know, what can they do today and work on that? However, sometimes they just get stuck because they're getting these labs back. And it's like, oh, the universe is hitting me with all of this stuff saying, you can't do this anymore. We've hit a wall and it can be overwhelming. So they get on their sessions with me and we kind of map it out. But then it's kind of like they're left with this. And that's where I have found you've been such a, a great support to people to say, okay, well, how and what are the next steps? So what can someone expect when they work with you? Like, what is the process? Oh, well, you know, I totally agree. Having a team of people is so important, right? And I think I, I love that you um, definitely tell people how to do that and encourage them to do that because it is really important. That's my philosophy too, is having a team of people. And so I love it when people are, my clients are working with other coaches or therapists or some other uh, practitioner because we all just support 
each other. And I'm, I'm like, whatever you're working on with D, let me help support that so that you're getting the most out of that time and money that you're spending with D, right? So that's, that's kind of where it is. So basically, how I work with my clients is, you know, for the first three months, it's an hour meeting once a week. And then, you know, we just and we deal with whatever needs to be dealt with and that moment on that week and we i keep it you know copious notes and i check in and go okay accountability wise you know when we first started these were your goals and how are we doing but what has come up since then and i love it because for me constant change um is how i how i thrive and so if i can say oh we have to pivot this week because something major has come up. Okay, we're going to put a pin in that, but we're going to deal with this and then we're going to come back to that and and then help show them how to make all those connections so that they can feel truly supported and and really get the most out of all the work what they're doing with all their practitioners. It's it's so delicious. I just love it so much. <laughs> it's so good. Isn't it great to just watch people and their evolution and oh. You know, when yeah, I just think about, you know, on my last episode, I talked about all the things I personally had to change and shift. And people sometimes look at me and go, oh, Coach D, she's, you know, it's easy for her. But I actually talk about that on my last episode. And, um, you know, it's pretty cool to see where people started and how they thought, like, I don't know if I can change that or I'm scared to do that, all the fears behind it, and then see them three months, six months, a year uh, down the road. I had a client who just texted me. She just started her uh, functional lab protocol and some of the lifestyle changes, you know, giving up alcohol, things like that, that she personally wants to do. Not everyone needs to give up alcohol, but, you know, she personally wants to do that and acknowledges that it's the best thing for highest self and her health. And she said, I wonder if this will stay because it's been a week, you know, and, you know, what do you think makes things stick? What is the thing that makes things stick for your clients? I think just constant reminders. I, I tell my clients, this is not a one and done. I don't just tell you something. We don't just talk about it and then poof, you're doing it. Just like everything in life, it is a constant pra practice and constant reminders. And I think that's why we all love those inspirational memes. I share a ton of them like in my Facebook group and on just on Facebook in general, because for me, I like that reminder. I may know these things. I know them, but we need to be told them again and again, and sometimes in slightly different ways. And, so, you know, you hear it on one day and it hits one something for you and then you're going to hear it a month later and it's going to hit differently and you're going to be like oh yes 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 now remember okay you can do this and it's it's that constant reminder that constant practice of okay i can do this and even if i you know i, I just posted something today about negative thoughts and there's this big misunderstanding that oh you can you can hit just be a positive person and you never have any negative thoughts well that's just not possible Negative thoughts are just a part of the process here. We all get them. You're so it's right. what you it's what you do with them. Do you invite them in to have a seat or do you let them pass through like you're a screen door? And I say, invite the positive ones in for tea and let the <laughs> let the negative ones go. Say, hey, I see you, and then off you go. You don't have to continue to invite them in. And so everything, all the skills that I teach and guide my clients to and through. It's just practice. It's like, and I'm like, hey, are you are you saying these childhood messages? Oh, I haven't. I need to do that. Yeah, let's do that. And then next week, I want you to tell me 
which one resonated this week and how is that helping you? And you'd be amazed. You would be amazed if they go, oh my gosh, I didn't think this was going to work, but it's working. Yes. I'm changing. I'm like, yes. I know. Yay. And, you know, I just went to that um, biohacking conference in Miami and, uh, you know, I was reflecting on, you know, I'm used to going to uh, conferences on uh, products or things that you're going to physically apply. But for me, going to the biohacking conference, I heard a lot of the overlapping things that you and I do with clients, which were things like uh, mantras and affirmations, self-talk, what's your mind saying to you, right? And uh, it is it is very powerful. People just poo-poo it and go, oh, affirmations or self-talk or mirror talk. But your cells and your body is listening to every single thought. And when I'm working with someone to heal, if they're constantly going, oh, I can't do this, or my body sucks, or I have no energy, that's what the body's receiving, right? So that's so powerful in uh, the whole journey and repetition over and over again. I forget what the statistic was. I know that I saw recently how many negative thoughts pass through our mind, but it's crazy. It's like 80% of our thoughts are negative every day, even the people who practice all of these things. So it is crucial to continue to develop that. that that's a skill, right? It's a skill that it you is. have to it develop. Is. And you're right. Like attracts like. So if you are putting out negative, you're, the universe hears that. There is no good or bad in the universe, right? The universe, God, whatever you believe in. To me, I like the word universe. There is no good and bad. There just is. So the universe listens to what you're putting out and then it sends back the exact same thing. Right. And so you have to be careful. Words have power. Thoughts have power. Intention has power. And we we don't even realize the untapped potential of our minds. And it's absolutely incredible. It's absolutely incredible. It really is. You know, uh, I know that I've sent you a few clients and we talk about hormone health and the listeners may be following this podcast for, you know, hormone health tips. Hormones are everything, really. It cracks me up when people go, I don't have hormone imbalance or I'm not worried about my hormones, but everyone needs to be paying attention to what's going on with their hormones. Let's talk a little bit about that. At, at the root of that, I know you do a lot of work with the nervous system. I know that you talk about somatic practices. A lot of my clients, they have no idea what that is when they first start working with me. And, um, you know, the, the body's very much controlled by your hormone panel and your nervous system. So what are some of the things that you have been able to help uh, with around the nervous system and balancing hormones and, and overall health? Yeah, it's, uh, it. you know, I am a holist, just like you, right? I believe like everything is connected and we have are coming out of such a long period of time where most people were taught that it's, well, it's your elbow, so you need to work on your elbow or it's your back. It's no, everything is connected, mind, body and spirit. And so it's super important when you're dealing with hormones, when you're dealing with um, physical issues to pay attention to everything. And so what I'm able to do with my clients, with our clients, is really help them see the connections and then to give them those tools to say, okay, let's try this tool to help regulate your nervous system. Let's, we got to start somewhere. And then we revisit and go, okay, how is that working? And sometimes they're like, it's great. And sometimes they're like, 
I don't like it. It's not working. I'm like, okay, then we need to find something else that will work for you. You know, right. just because D or I recommend something and everybody else doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So that's where I come in and I go, all right, it doesn't work for you. Let's try it this way. And that's very fun for me as well, because I get to come up with new ways of using modalities that exist. And so my little creative inventor brain goes, oh, yeah, it's like a chops basket, right? I'm like, what am I going to make with this? Oh, yeah, remove this parameter. But you put in this one. OK, challenge accepted. I got this for you. Try this. And it helps them see how they can then start taking control for themselves. And the whole point of working with us is to teach them that they can do this. That's We're just right. here to, to show them the basics and then set them free. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. What is what is one thing? Let's give them a little juice. What's one thing they can do to calm their nervous system every day? So um, I always recommend this. And it's funny, this was one of the key things that I did with my conscious dressing is I tell people to just every day, take a minute to really check in with yourself. And if, if you can do it in the morning, first thing, great. If you can't do it till the midday or the evening, it doesn't matter. If you give yourself even just one minute a day to truly just think about how you're feeling emotionally, how your body is feeling. Are you sore anywhere? Are you are you achy anywhere? Are you sad? Tap into your feelings. Identify your feelings. That right there begins to tell your spirit that you are paying attention. And when it find your spirit finally knows that you are paying attention, it will begin to calm down because our nervous systems get so out of whack because they're like, you're not listening. You're not listening. I need you to pay attention. It's like a little kid going, mommy, 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 mommy. And when you don't listen, something bad happens, right? That kid's going to do something. It's the same thing with your spirit. You have to start listening to yourself. So if you do nothing else other than give yourself one minute a day, and just truly check in that right there will begin to you'll begin to see the settling and then you'll be like oh okay what else can i do and then we can add things in to take you that much further but just start paying attention to yourself that is so good one of the first things i tell my clients on the first session is my goal for you is to get back into your body and be a conscious being because we've gotten in the society of being on autopilot and Society has kind of set us up for failure when it comes to our health because we're so inundated with social media, devices, scrolling, processed food, um, just go, 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 high stress, um, all of these things with kids. You know, I have the boys ages 13, 11, sports. There's the, uh, well, my son does this and your son does this, that whole thing. All of these societal pressures have set us up for poor health, really, and we have to be conscious beings to say, What's best for me and what's best for me today might not be the same thing as tomorrow or it was a week ago to really get in tune with the body. That That's such great advice, Galen, because I think so many people are so far away from that. I have clients tell me like, wow, like, you know, when I have them work on, a say, a food log, some of my clients might be understanding what foods are high vibrational foods and what foods make their mood elevated, what uh, which ones disrupt their sleep and things like that. So that's one of the first ways that we get them in that uh, being in tune with the body. And over and over again, I hear, wow, I never paid attention to how I felt after I ate something an hour later. And 
that alone shifts so many things as far as how people feel, their food choices. That's such such a great uh, point, Galen. Can you give us a, an example of um, one of your clients that you've worked with and why they came to you and what happened over the process and wh- where they're at now? Uh, sure. So I have one client, actually, um, she came to me um, for one reason, and then ha- it has shifted. So when she came to me, she was looking to um, not slide back into sort of negative patterns that she she was she had signed up for a new coaching program. And she's like, you know, I tend to get excited, sign up for these things. And then I, I won't, I won't stay true to it. And I won't do it. And she goes, I really, I don't want to do that anymore. I really want to finish this program. I know it's going to take me to the next level. And I want you to help me do that to break these patterns. And I'm like, great. So she signed up for some accountability. It quickly shifted as it usually does when they come for what they think is the thing they want to come to you for. <laughs> Turns out there's it's a totally whole, different. It's totally different. <laughs> there's a whole lot of stuff going in there. And I got her connecting to her inner child because inner child work is probably the number one thing I do with my clients. Um, it turns out that that's just all of our inner children need a little hand holding. Um, but in the as we were dealing with these negative patterns in her inner child, she developed some health issues and all of a sudden it flipped her world upside down wow and so we are like okay this is what we're dealing with now okay now you need these skills okay every once in a while i check back in and go hey when we first started we wanted to to make sure we were dealing with that are you making progress there so we're we're still keeping an eye on that original goal, the original starting sure. point, but it has evolved as, as we do, right? Things change. And so she was just like, I'm so grateful to have had you in my back pocket when this arose, because yes. if she hadn't, it would have been that much harder for her to then go, oh God, you know, now what? Like, but yeah. she already was working with me. So I was able to say, oh, well, we can, we can shift and we can focus on that nervous system for a while and let's do that. And let's, you know, let's get you through this. And I am seeing such progress. Like it brings tear to my eye, tears to my eyes when I see her show up and how she's showing up um, and the things she's saying. And I'm like, she's coming out with things that would normally have come out of my mouth first, you know, when so I good. Do, do my first check-in and she's checking in and she's saying things and I'm like, oh my gosh, you are a different person than when we started six months ago, right? Like, yeah, ah, it's it's just, I'm so, so proud good. of my clients. They all work so hard and they are, they're so want to be working with me. And I think that's what I love most is they all just want to be here and do the thing because they just want to be in a better place, showing up differently for themselves and the people they love. That's so amazing. So some of the people, and you're going to love this, I know the the listeners can't see, but I'm going to show you that I have this picture on my desk of myself as a child because I've (gasps) done a lot of inner child work myself, but it's important. Some of the, the listeners may have no idea what we're talking about. They may be thinking like, what is inner child work or, uh, you know, what are they referring to? So maybe if you would feel comfortable just sharing like a couple of examples of where the inner child needs to be nurtured or where that could come up in a health journey. Sure. Yeah. So our inner child, you know, we all have sort of these 
I, I call them the board of directors, right? We all have these little board of directors and what they are is the versions of you at each time in your life. So there's the child, there's the teen, there's the twenties, um, there's the, 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 the sister, the wife, the mom, the dad, the brother, all these people, these personalities and the ways you show up. And the first one is the inner child. And that's the one that is our foundation building. And if you have had any sort of neglect or trauma or, you know, it's funny, even if you think you've had a perfectly normal upbringing, there's always some messaging somewhere that has gotten stuck, an emotion that has gotten stuck, even though it might not have seemed all that big at the time, having a stuck emotion can keep that child or and you stunted. So what we do is we go back and we talk about messaging and the things that did you hear this as a child or did you not hear this as a child? I guarantee you that I have this messaging exercise I do and every client is there's been something that's made them go, oh, my God, I needed to hear that. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, okay, so we now need to get in touch with our inner child. And so we start talking about, okay, what did you like to do as a kid? Or what brings you joy now? And we start having these conversations to start having them tap into and make those connections with that inner child. And sometimes yes. it takes a little longer. Some people are like, I'm not quite sure. I have this one client. He's like, I don't know that I'm getting it. And he was taking it too literally. And he's like, well, I don't, I don't want to go to the comic book store, even though that's what I would have done as a kid. I'm like, okay, yes, yes, yes. I, all right. So I was not being, you know, what I was saying wasn't resonating. And so I, I had to rewrite that in his mind and go, okay, what brings you joy now? What makes you happy? And what he came out with in our conversation at the moment. And all of a sudden I felt the energy shift. He goes, dogs. <laughs> dogs make me so happy and he was giddy just like so adorable he's like i'm gonna get off the phone and i'm gonna call my friend right now and i'm gonna talk to her about dogs and i was just like okay this is the cutest thing i and he's amazing he's so enjoying getting to know his inner child he's like i'm actually really enjoying it and he didn't really understand it when we first started he's like mm, i'm not sure i quite get this caitlin i'm like it's okay you will. It's fine. Yeah, we work through it together. <laughs> talking to your inner child, right? When you look in the mirror, when you're faced with a, a situation where we have those family members or those situations where we have to set boundaries or feel safe again because, you know, trauma doesn't go away, right? We just learn how to navigate it. But talking to your inner child and and making them feel safe is so, so important. It's so powerful. So I love that that's part of your uh, you know, work that you do as well. So let's end on this note. What is one thing someone listening to this can do today to start their inner journey? What can they well, do for their inner journey? For their inner journey, I would say actually just that checking in, checking in with themselves and really acknowledging their feelings. I think that's one thing that um, I didn't realize so many people struggle with identifying feelings, really just understanding what they're feeling. And if you can begin to understand what an emotion is and what it feels like and how you are feeling, that in and of itself is probably the greatest gift you will ever give to yourself. If you do nothing else other than just go, wow, that conversation made me feel 
embarrassed or vulnerable or scared or happy or sad, like whatever, knowing that, then you get to find that your brain will then go, well, why? Why did that conversation make me so uncomfortable? So you'll find that it, it takes you to the next level organically. So yes. literally just stop and take a minute every day to check in with yourself. I recommend more than once a day, but let's start with once a day because I know for people like if you're a, a young parent and you've got kids, it's just, you know, it's hard to think about yourself. I know for myself, I, I didn't do that when I was a stay, stay at home mom. Um, so I think I would have been a lot happier and calmer had I had these tools as a stay at home mom. So give yourself that gift of acknowledging how you are in any moment that you can, as many moments as you can. <laughs> yes. And just be curious, I say. Just, just be, be yes. curious. Right? I love just that. Be just curious. be curious. How am I feeling? No judgment. And it, there is no judgment attached to anything I do. And so I'm sort of like this broken record. It's non-judgmental. It's non-judgmental. We're here to observe only. So good. And you know, my kids would crack up if they were listening to this because I do that with my kids. You know, they're two years apart. They can be violent with each other, screaming matches. And, uh, you know, I try to help them process emotions because I wish that someone had helped me with that, you know, when I was a child or even in my 30s. And uh, they crack up and, you know, my older one will say to the younger one, oh, what are you feeling right now? What are you feeling? Because they know that I try to get them to acknowledge and That's work awesome. through it, right? But they, yeah, they harass me, you know, the, uh, the wonders of having a holistic health coach mom, right? Perfect. I love it. So Galen, where can people follow you and connect with you? So um, my website is ventureintochange.com. And you can contact me through that, or you can follow me on social media on Instagram. I'm at Galen Apt, and that is G-A-E-L-E-N-A-B-T. A lot of vowels in there. <laughs> uh, and I also have a Facebook group, which I would, I'm always loving to have people join me. It's just full of positive stuff and the videos that I, I post to sort of give you clues into sort of self-development. And that's Venture Into Change on Facebook as well. So I'd love people to, to follow me and just listen and get inspired. And if you want to have a conversation, I'm always willing to have a conversation, no obligation, no cost. Just call me up. We can chat, see if there's something you want help with. And if not, let's just connect and get to know each other. Wonderful. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for coming on today. Thanks so much for having me, Dee. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Confidently Balancing Your Hormones. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd love for you to share it with a friend and also hit follow at the top of this podcast. If you have a couple of minutes and you can leave a quick review, it will help other women in need find this podcast. You can find me on Instagram at confidently underscore love underscore yourself. I would love to stay connected and hear from you.